Welcome to this episode of Sticky Note Marketing. I'm so glad you're here joining us this week. My name is Mary Zarnecki, your host. On this show, we are focused on helping you as a professional entrepreneur, business leader to get tips, tools, and best practices that you can implement and take action on now to make your business better. So today, I'm really excited to introduce you to our special expert guest, Greg McMillan. I do have to say a quick disclosure. I, Mary Zarnecki, as the moderator of this event, and Edward Jones have an existing business relationship. This event is not a testimonial of the services provided by Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg McMillan. That being said, welcome, Greg. So excited to have you here on the show. Thanks for having me, Mary. I appreciate it. So I know a little bit about you and would love to just invite you to share a little bit about what you're doing now as a financial advisor and how you ended up in this role with our audience here today. Well, that's a little bit of a long story, but the the quick version is that I have a, a lot of different uh, patchwork of background, which I believe has really come together to give me the the career that I have right now that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I absolutely love it. But that background was originally in kinesiology. That's the the degree that I had, but went from there to be an entrepreneur in multiple businesses. We had 11 businesses at one point in Oregon and sold that after seven years, got into the finance in the automotive business and uh, did that for six years and then finally found my way to Edward Jones and just absolutely loved creating relationships and getting to understand what's most important to my clients. So, Fantastic. Well, and and the great thing is that you're able to draw on those experiences. I know we talk a lot on this show and in in the community about you don't let go of those things, right? So we take all those experiences and it just enriches what we're able to bring and the value we're able to provide now. So, sure. so interesting. Now the core topic that I know I've been getting questions about from the community that I would love to dig into with you today is really what are those questions that entrepreneurs, professionals, small business owners really should be asking themselves when it comes to their finances? So I'd love to hear just, you know, what are some of the most frequently asked questions or challenges that you're hearing from from your clients, from people that are coming to you for consultations? Are you talking about just business owners? Well, let's start there. So I know we have a lot of business owners who listen to this show. So yes, thinking about small, small business owners. For sure. Well, when when you're talking about business owners, business owners do everything, right? <laughs> from from taking out the trash to the marketing and the budgeting and everything else in between, uh, hiring and firing. And so the, they get into the minutiae of all of that, and they tend to put things as important as business finances on the back burner and just look at it at the end of the month and hope they can pay their bills. So the the bigger the bigger topics like a retirement plan, for instance, for their employees, or what what benefits does that bring the business, right? As a whole, does it it obviously it, it creates an opportunity for those employees, but it also creates retention for the employees. It it gives the employees something to work towards. And depending on what type of retirement plan, there's a lot of different retirement plans that business owners can take advantage of from 
a 401k, simple IRA, SEP IRA, safe harbor, owner only, a defined benefit plan. There's so many things, and I'm not going to get into every the the details behind every single one of those, but that's an important piece that I want to understand the business owner back to what's important to them and create a type of retirement plan that's not only going to benefit the employee, but it's going to benefit the employer and that entire relationship together. Every business is in a different different position. And so understanding that position is important. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. And like you said, it's not just a nice to have, it's, it's really a tool to differentiate potentially why talent would want to stay with your organization, right? This day and age, organizations have to compete for talent, right? We want to hire the best and we want to keep them. And it's important for, for business owners, it sounds like, to be thinking about this is one way to add value to that. To that well, and, and for tax benefits, right? Mm-hmm. For both the employee and the employer. So I also want to mention on this podcast that one of the really important relationships that a financial financial advisor has is with the client's attorney, state attorney, as well as their tax professional. So really having that relationship with the entire team is really important for us. So tell me a little bit about that, because I'm sure that there are people listening who've got who've got those different parts of the care team, or at least a few parts of that care team. What is the best way in your experience for a business owner to connect the dots, right? To connect those different team members? Just make an introduction. I ask my clients all the time to send me an email, right? (laughs) It's really hard for me to get out and shake hands with and, and meet personally every single CPA and a state attorney that my clients are working with, because there's a lot of them. However, I want those relationships. I want an email introduction. I want to pick up the phone, have a phone conversation with that professional, because there's always, every time I have a conversation with them, I go, well, this is what I found out in my, and obviously the client has said it was okay for us to talk about them. And every time I have a discussion with the tax professional or the attorney, we always come up with something that, oh, well, what about this risk? And do they need a will or a trust? Do they need to have this account, this investment account in order for better tax benefits for them? Do we need to sell some investments or buy some investments? And there, there's always something that needs to be done in order to benefit our client. And so having those relationships is just priceless and the clients that are engaged and make those introductions are going to get the best results. I like that. So the two minds working as one or three minds working as one, you're going to identify bigger opportunities. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So I'm curious, I know I had this discussion recently with some biz besties of mine, but there always seems to be a few trigger points, right? So there's kind of big events in our lives or, or moments as we're going through building a business or just living life in general. What are you seeing as some of those common trigger points where someone should think to themselves, okay, I might need to reevaluate the plan that I've created. Okay. We all have times in our lives when uh, something becomes important to us, right? 
whether it's losing weight or making money or <laughs> we we all have these times in our lives when something becomes important to us and we set a goal. Um, hopefully it's not on January 1st, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so sometime during the year it becomes important. And uh, whether we have a baby or we get a new job or we our kid gets his driver's license, we need to buy another car or something is creating more pull on our, our pocketbook than it used to. And we start to decide, oh, wow, we better look at the budget and find out where that money is going to come from. And so those types of things seem to trigger people to want to have a goal. They'll come to me with, hey, we're wanting to think about buying a house. We want to start saving for a house. Or everyone thinks a financial advisor is just retirement, which mm-hmm. is so untrue. We do. The thing I love about my job is I'm, I'm so involved with my clients and the business owners and everything in order to look at their budget and figure out that foundation of what we can work with. And then the tools come out of the tool belt as to how do we use the resources that we have to maximize our potential and to create the goals for the that's most important for the client? Because I'm I'm just an advisor. I give suggestions. I give things. It's not my money. It's the client's. But it is important that I understand their values and and what's important to them in order to create the future that they want. Mitigate, yeah, mitigate that risk and make sure the the money is available when they need it. That's fantastic, and I like that. That clarifying, right? That look, they're going to make the final decision. All I can do is give you my best advice, which is very similar to what I do, right? I'm a marketing strategist. I'm not an executor, right? I have my little black book of my marketing implementers, my best copywriters, my best designers, my best website developers. But my value I bring to my clients is I can give you the best advice, but I need to know what you want to do, right? Do you want to get more enrollments? Do you want to grow your business? Are we trying to increase profit or revenue or both or reduce costs, right? Like what do you want these marketing optimizations to do? I'll give you my best advice. Now, whether they actually take that advice, that's up to them. (laughs) Goal setting and implementing a plan in order to get the outcome that we want. It goes across to every industry. It's so true. It's so true. So when you think back to the businesses that you've personally run before or, you know, as an entrepreneur yourself, what do you wish you had known or what do you wish you had known earlier? Interesting question. I I think as, as a business owner, the, the things that are the most overlooked are the importance of advanced planning and the business, I want to call it an exit strategy, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone gets into business for the benefits of flexible time and all the things. Yes, there's even more. You're on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but there are benefits. You get to flex it when you want to and, and other things. But a lot of business owners don't think about the end game and how the end affects the now. And what I mean by that is having a business continuation strategy, whether or not you're going to keep the business running without you, or you're going to have a succession plan of how am I going to monetize the business and 
and get rid of the business in order to have the income that I need for retirement. And what I mean by the end affects the now is that businesses that have the leadership, that have a plan in place, that communicate to the employees that, that work for them of what's going to happen in the future. What happens if I go into the hospital and die? What happens if, right, if the the key employee of the business has a tragedy and, and can't continue? They just want to know that there's that stability there. And when there's stability, people tend to not want to go to a competitor or want to go somewhere else to create that stability. They want to stay where they're at. So whether it's a 401k retirement plan or a continuation strategy or exit strategy or succession plan, those all create that stability and leadership and vision for the future that helps that business owner. And it sounds like not just for, not just for the employees, right? Not just for the team feeling, you know, feeling confident that, okay, I'm in a place that has a plan, right? That has, you know, a future vision, but I'd imagine that that also can provide relief to the, to the business owner themselves, knowing that if something does happen. Yep. And their family for sure. Yeah, I, I've found that businesses that don't have uh, some sort of strategy in place, it creates that instability in the company. But then also for a lot of businesses have multi-generational families and other family members that work in the business. So that's important that there's not a fragmentation within the family as well. They know the future. They know the plan. They know that the risks are taken care of. That's so true. That's so true. Well, so one last question is, and this one did come from our community, which was, you know, a lot of times people can be a little nervous about talking about money or about finances or about planning. And there can be some anxiety and maybe even embarrassment over maybe not knowing our numbers as much as we should, right? So what do you do to help clients feel more comfortable? Or what would you say to someone who might be listening to this saying, you know, I'd love to talk to someone, but geez, that makes me nervous. Or I really don't want to, not really ready to reveal or share that because of X, Y, or Z. Yeah. I would say that when somebody is looking for a financial advisor, the most important thing is that you interview them and their personality is someone that you want, you could go out and have a beer with, right? <laughs> that, that, that you could you could sit down and talk, and there's not a feeling of any judgment or they Hopefully, they they become your friend. That's what I love about what I do is that I can have that relationship with people, and I can just get to know them before before we even talk about money. The and the reason I I like the field of money is because it touches every aspect of somebody's life. You get to that depth of getting invited to weddings and getting invited to funerals. And you you know about when people go on a vacation for their anniversary, or you know the special times that are happening in their lives. And so get to know the person, understand that this is a long-term relationship. This isn't something that if it's not just a one-time transaction. It's it's a planning for the future. It's a long-term strategy. It's a it, it's a lifetime relationship, hopefully. And so that's that's what 
I'm looking for in a new client is that when somebody comes to me, I'm interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing me because I have to call you a lot of times over the years. And, and if I don't want to talk to you, this is going to be miserable. So, Oh, it's such a good point, right? I mean, it is, it is a relationship, right? So yeah. if you are feeling judged by your advisor, that's probably not a great relationship, right? There's something missing there. So yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Well, I know those are all the questions that we had gotten from the community, and I really appreciate you sharing your expert advice and thoughts with us today, Greg. Is there anything that you think that as a parting thought or last last advice for those listening here today that you would give to our audience? I would encourage the business owners out there to reach out to a financial advisor and just bring them in as part of part of that team, right? Part of the team with the state planner, the tax professional, and really talk about ways to protect and grow your business, both with cash management strategies, laddered CDs, key person insurance that I already mentioned, retirement plans. Just look at the big picture and really talk through all of the risks that your business has. And then, like I said, interview them and, and make sure it's a long-term relationship because it's not a, just a one-time transaction. Got it. So ask those questions. Knowledge is power and make sure that the chemistry is there. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Greg. Now, Thanks for having me. Where can get people get in touch with you if they have additional questions or if there's anything that they wanted to follow up with? My office is on our Edward Jones website. I'm in Portland, Oregon. And they can get my information off of the website. Just type in Edward Jones, Greg McMillan, and all my stuff is there. Terrific. And we'll also include the link to that here for those of you guys listening, wherever you are listening or watching this episode. So thank you, Greg. I appreciate everything you've shared with us today. And for those of you guys listening, looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of Sticky Note Marketing. Thanks for joining us today. See you on the next one. Thanks.